I'm not saying that you need to follow AI news religiously or anything like that, but it is such an important thing to start getting curious about it now and stay somewhat in the know as to what is going on in this world that is currently developing and evolving and is going to be so, so impactful for our futures. Because that is how you will be able to be involved in conversations when it comes to AI technology. That is how you will be able to voice your opinions and transform the opinions of others. That is how you will make an impact in the AI future we create. Welcome to Authentic AI for Entrepreneurs, the podcast that shows you how to leverage the power of AI technology without wasting your time or selling your soul. Let's embrace making AI work for you. Hey, hey, my authentic AI friend, and welcome back to the Authentic AI podcast. I'm your host, Kinsey, and I'm so dang glad to be in your earbuds once again. I know we have skipped a couple weeks of uh, episodes for the podcast, or maybe it's just been one. I don't know, but it's been a whirlwind over here, especially with Thanksgiving and Black Friday and us trying to get Authentic AI courses launched and out into the world and all that stuff. And so I'm so grateful to be recording this episode for you today and I hope you enjoy it. So today's episode is going to be a little different than our normal Authentic AI episodes. I'm going to be keeping this episode super real and quick and somewhat raw. And by raw, I do mean unedited, right? Just because I think that this episode calls for it. This is one of those episodes where we're just going to be talking about the uh, general temperature of AI and what your voice means in the AI community. And so I think it's really important to just be transparent and honest in a situation like this or for a topic like this, right? And also we're keeping it a little unedited because I have quite a lot to do behind the scenes over here this week, but I'm happy to say that Next week, we will be back to our regular scheduled uh, authentic AI episodes, right? So anyway, today I wanted to share a few things. Firstly, the deeper reason that I started authentic AI, because I don't think that I talk about this enough. And we will be discussing what we can learn from the recent open AI drama as well. So I don't know if you've been paying attention to the, all of the drama that happened with open AI last week, which is what made ChatGPT. It's one of the leading generative AI tool uh, creators and all the different stuff. A bunch of drama happened with it. It felt a little bit like AI Bravo. <laughs> and so I'll be sharing just an overview of what happened and also suggesting other podcasts to listen to if you we want to dive deeper into the details of this. But ultimately, we are talking about this today because I think that it is a great situation that we can learn from and take action on and find purpose in moving forward, right? So that is what this episode is going to be about. And without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right in. So the first thing I wanted to share is the real deeper reason that I started Authentic AI. And I will say, yes, of course, I wanted to get curious about it and learn more about it. I want to figure out how we can use it strategically and authentically as entrepreneurs and share what I learn with you guys. But ultimately, the reason that I created Authentic AI is because I think it's really important that we all start to get curious about AI technology and learn more about it so that we can form our own opinion 
opinions about it, be involved in conversations about it, and ultimately do our part in shaping the AI future that we want to see. And so I created Authentic AI as a space (laughs) that feels approachable, encouraging, authentic, easygoing, where you can kind of start to dip your toes into learning more about AI technology and this new world that we are on the verge of. Because I know new things like this can be kind of scary, but we really are on the verge of something huge, right? This isn't just a trend or a fad that's going away or that's being kind of blown up and made a big deal of now, but we'll forget about it in a couple of years. Like, no, AI is here. It's starting. It's getting bigger. It's evolving. We are on the verge of something that is as big as when the internet (laughs) was invented seriously. And it's just going to keep growing and evolving. And so it is really, really important that we start getting curious about it now so that we can play our part, whatever that looks like in shaping an AI future that feels authentic and honest and good. So that is the deeper meaning behind Authentic AI. If you don't listen to any more of this episode, that is the one thing that I wanted you to hear. That is the one thing that I wanted to encourage you to do is to just continue to be open to it. Get curious about it. You don't have to be up its butt every day or anything like that. But the more you can just kind of start learning about it and be in the know somewhat now, plus encourage those around you to start learning about it too, that is going to make the biggest difference in how this all plays out. But that leads us into the open AI drama and what the heck happened last week, okay? So I'm going to try my best to give you a light overview of this situation. And I don't know how good of a job I'm going to do. And so I will suggest a couple of podcast episodes that I listened to that were really, really helpful in my own understanding of the situation. And also just know that this is an ever evolving situation, like still. (laughs) So things might change as it goes down. But anyway, if you have not heard about the OpenAI Bravo style drama, let me just dish it up for you real quick. So um, about a week ago now, it might have it might be like 10 days ago now or something like that. Um, basically on a Friday, a few Fridays ago, Sam Altman, who is the CEO of OpenAI, which is the company that created ChatGPT and some other AI technology, got fired. And it was seemingly spontaneous, right? Basically, it was a Friday morning and by noon and the board met for OpenAI and by noon, Sam Altman found out that he was fired. And like, it seems to the general public that this kind of came out of nowhere. Sam Altman didn't see it coming. The investors of OpenAI didn't see it coming. Like other big tech companies didn't see it coming. It was kind of crazy and out of nowhere and happened super, super quickly. Basically, what happened is there are six board members for OpenAI. Out of six board members, three of those members were founding people of the company. Sam Altman, the CEO, is one of them. And two other board members were like founding members, right? And then there were three other board members that kind of came on later. But the six people all make the decisions for OpenAI itself. And the board has somewhat been split in kind of like opinions when it comes to how to approach the ever-evolving and improving landscape of OpenAI and AI technology. 
So the three founding members have been a little bit more progressive and trying to move things along and evolve a little bit more quickly, whereas three of the other members have taken more of a quote-unquote safe approach. And I'm just kind of repeating what I have heard people say about these members. So, you know, it could change or it could look different, but the board has been somewhat split as far as like the approach they want to take to AI technology in general, which is kind of cool and kind of what you want in a way because that allows for a board to make better decisions anyway, right? But what happened was one of the founding members, Ilya, who is uh, the chief chief tech officer or something, I forget his title. But anyway, one of the founding members switched over somewhat in opinion to the side of the other three members. And that is the people who decided to fire Sam. Altman. Now, the board stated that the reason for firing Sam Altman was that he wasn't being quote unquote forthcoming or honest about certain things, which funny enough has later been kind of disputed, right? And I just think I, I kind of am one of those people who laugh at drama, right? Uh, because it's just how I cope with things, especially when they could be a little scary if you don't laugh at them, right? But I just kind of think that it is funny that they quoted dishonesty is the reason for firing him. And then later it comes out that that itself was a dishonest statement or not entirely true or something. It's like, oh my goodness, bravo. But anyway, they decided to fire Sam Altman. And during a six day long saga, lots of different things happened. And it was hilarious because a lot of people were putting out podcasts or articles or social media posts saying, oh my gosh, this happened. And then like the next day, oh my gosh, never mind, this happened now. Oh my gosh, never mind, this happened. And so that is the kind of drama we're talking about here. So after Sam got fired, they went through two interim CEOs at ChatGPT. And then Sam Allman actually got hired at Microsoft, which is kind of funny because Microsoft is a huge investor in OpenAI. And so they fired Sam Altman at OpenAI and Microsoft's like, hey, <laughs> come over here, do research for us on our internal team. And it was kind of an interesting, dramatic situation once again. In the meantime, OpenAI employees did not agree with the board's decision to fire Sam Altman. They actually took to Twitter or X, as it's called now, and like did this long Twitter chain just like with hearts. And it was like this never ending Twitter comment chain with hearts, 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 hearts. I don't know. It was showing their support for Sam Altman, right? But on top of that, they wrote a letter to the board demanding that they rehire Sam Altman and also that the board uh, resigns. And after five days or six days, 700 out of 770 OpenAI employees signed this petition. So basically, the board made the spontaneous decision to fire Sam Altman. All of a sudden, they're going through two interim CEOs in a span of like four days. Plus, all of the employees are just gaining more and more and more signatures on this position to rehire Sam Altman. Like, what the heck is going on, right? And here's the crazy cherry on top for you as well. The reason that they went through two interim CEOs is because the first interim CEO added her name to that petition. 
And then the crazy thing is that Ilya, the founding chief scientist for OpenAI, the board member who kind of switched sides and voted to fire Sam, he actually eventually added his name to that petition himself. And he apologized and said that he deeply regretted that decision. And the funny kind of thing is, once again, I got to laugh at the drama. So this happened only after like three or four days, right? So he went ahead, switched sides, fired Sam Altman with the other board members, and then four days later, deeply regrets his decision and signs his name to that petition. Oh, I forgot to mention this. Not only were all these employees asking Sam Altman to return and the board to resign, but in the petition, the employees were also (laughs) saying that if this didn't happen, they were all going to quit and go over and work for Microsoft themselves along with Sam Altman. And it's just funny in a way because Microsoft has been such a huge investor in OpenAI, but all of a sudden, all of OpenAI's employees are leaving. Plus, it's two heads that really created the company and are part of the genius behind the company. They're like, okay, yeah, whatever. We'll quit OpenAI. We'll go over to Microsoft. And people are saying that Microsoft would basically be acquiring this multi, multi multi-billion dollar company for zero dollars, right? Essentially, if all employees leave and come over to them for free without having to pay for the company, like that's what would have happened, right? So to sum up this whole saga, which there are so many more details, which you can listen to in the podcast I'm about to share, but ultimately, Sam Altman did agree to come back to OpenAI as the chief, uh, as a CEO, right? And the board did resign and all the employees stayed and they're all happy and they threw a party about it, right? So that is where we are at and now as of this recording. Who knows how this saga will play out in the future. But in general, hopefully you get the gist of what happened. A lot of just drama behind the scenes happening with this giant, giant AI tech company that is truly paving the way for our AI future. And so if you want to hear more details about this, I did listen to a few podcasts. There's AI for Humans, which was suggested by our guest next week, Sharon. It's a really good listen. There's also an episode on The Daily, which is a New York Times podcast that I really enjoyed. And it's kind of a quick breakdown, but goes into more detail and explains things better than I probably just did. And then there's also Hard Fork, which is another New York Times podcast. And I listened to a long, hour-long episode from that show that really dived into all the different things that this could mean for AI technology and stuff, right? So those are three podcasts that you could go listen to if you want to hear more details about the situation. But here is the thing. (laughs) After all of this, after the six-day saga, the going back and forth, the interim CEOs, Sam Altman's at Microsoft, and now he's back at OpenAI, (laughs) all of that stuff, we still don't know why all this happened. And this is kind of one of those things that is a little bit nerve wracking and hopefully will come to light as time goes on, right? But we really don't know still why the board spontaneously decided to fire Sam Altman in the first place. And my first reaction, I'll be honest, was, yeah, this is like an underdog, people rising up against the man and prevailing kind of story. You know, like they fired Sam, but then the employees all came together and signed the petitions and then they got what they wanted out of it and they really stuck it to them, (laughs) right? That was my kind of like first reaction when I heard this story. And because honestly, too, I mean... 
OpenAI is huge. It is a giant company and it is even more influential in this new world that we are creating where AI is going to just be such a huge part of it. And we're on the verge of it. And it's currently being created as you are listening to this podcast right now. And so the fact that only six board members are on the board and making huge decisions for this huge company is kind of crazy, right? The fact that six people can cause chaos and havoc like this in the world of AI is crazy, kind of scary. I'm glad that it's like being brought to light, right? And it is a little bit inspiring. It's nice to see that employees can band together and their voices can be heard and they can make an impact. It is nice to see, well, at least 700 people's voices were heard and the action was taken to support what the masses wanted in this situation, right? So that was my first reaction. However, I will say we do need to talk a little bit about the backstory of OpenAI as a company, right? Because OpenAI was started as a nonprofit, which is a little crazy to think about a tech company and a tech company as huge as this being started as a nonprofit. But they were getting a lot of their funding from Elon Musk when they started. So I guess that makes sense, right? But um, it started as a nonprofit and it really wanted to be founded on the values. Um, Their goal has been to make AI technology accessible, transparent, and open to the public, right? So it really was started under like this idea of let's not uh, do AI research in like a secretive way like Google has been doing for years, you know, let's like make this open and, and accessible, you know, somewhat free to the public, right? Let's like make our research transparent. Let's bring the people into this. That is what OpenAI was founded on, which I can totally get behind. And the cool thing was it could be nonprofit because they had Elon Musk supporting them. However, Elon Musk did leave at some point. I don't know. It sounded like he got like upset about something and just was like, whatever, I'm out, (laughs) you know? So at that point, OpenAI needed to find more funding in some way. It costs a lot of money to develop AI technology. And so they needed to get money somewhere if they wanted to continue their work and survive. And so they created this kind of weird nonprofit and for-profit situation. I'm still a little unclear about how that is happening. And I think it's like a very weird situation (laughs) in the world of technology, especially, right? But... Now, basically, instead of being a nonprofit who doesn't have to answer to investors, they do have investors that they need to answer to and work with in order to maintain the funding situation, right? One of those major investors being Microsoft, which I already kind of mentioned. So here is how this applies to this situation. The board that fired Sam Altman was created for the nonprofit part of the organization, and it was created to make sure that the founding values and founding goals were maintained and continue to be upheld, right? That is the purpose of that board, is to make sure that OpenAI is still doing the work that it was originally founded to do in honesty, transparency, open to the publicness, all that stuff. And so the fact that the board made this very rash decision very, very quickly to fire the huge CEO behind this company 
it's a little weird, right? We can't just like kind of brush that aside and be like, yeah, the people prevailed. This was a Bravo drama. <laughs> like, no, something weird was going on and we still don't know what it was. Hopefully it does come to light, um, but we will see. And there are rumors floating around, you know, that Sam Altman is having to work more so with his investors and that the board might have been concerned about how quickly he was pushing uh, the research for this new technology, right? Like there are like safety concerns that these board members have voiced in the past. And so you kind of have to wonder like what the heck made them make this crazy decision that I'm sure they knew was crazy <laughs> to do this, right? And so it is one of those situations that there's lots of different sides of this coin and we're still unclear about what exactly happened. And so hopefully as we learn more, we'll be able to figure it out. But why am I even sharing this with you today? Why am I even telling you this? What does this mean to us? Here's the thing. I am never going to tell you how you should feel about AI technology. I will voice my own opinions. I will encourage you to maybe think from my own values of authenticity, of, of honesty, of transparency, of, of trying to use it in the best way you can and all that different stuff, right? But I won't ever tell you what to think. And so it's ultimately up to you to decide how you feel with anything in AI, but also with this situation, as more details come to light, I'm sure it'll be easier to figure out what the heck happened and how you feel about it, right? But here is my biggest takeaway from this situation is that we need to keep paying attention to the AI world. I'm not saying that you need to follow AI news religiously or anything like that, but it is such an important thing to start getting curious about it now and stay somewhat in the know as to what is going on in this world that is currently developing and evolving and is going to be so, so impactful for our futures. Because that is how you will be able to be involved in conversations when it comes to AI technology. That is how you will be able to voice your opinions and transform the opinions of others. That is how you will make an impact in the AI future we create. And so I want to encourage you to not only get curious about it yourself, but I also want to encourage you to encourage others in your community to do the same. I know AI technology is kind of weird, scary, overwhelming. Like some people still think it's a trend or a fad and they're like, whatever. Everyone's like in an AI craze. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> whatever it looks like in your community, however people feel, I want to encourage you to just start getting them to come around to it too, right? Whether it's like just showing them that it's not as scary or whether it's like saying, no, this is here to stay. And the sooner we can start learning about it and forming our opinions about it, the better the future will be with it. The more you can encourage your community when it comes to AI technology, the better we will all be and the more chance we have of impacting the future. So that is why I truly started Authentic AI. Like, yes, I want to teach you in my courses and I want to help you use it strategically and authentically and all the different stuff. But the more people we can encourage to start getting curious about it now, the better chance we have of shaping an honest, authentic AI future because it's coming. We're on the verge of it and we can impact it. 
All right, my friend. So that is the end of this episode. That is what I wanted to share today. Hopefully I didn't ramble too much. Hopefully you gleaned a little bit of inspiration or motivation or insight or just enjoyed the drama of the open AI situation. That was pretty funny and also kind of crazy and eye-opening. And I'm glad that it happened because I think that this is the perfect call to action, the perfect situation that we can look at now. And realize that this sort of stuff is going to keep happening. We need to be looking into these AI companies so that we can just understand what's happening and be more knowledgeable ourselves, right? So anyway, (laughs) I hope that you enjoyed this episode, this raw, real rant. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening to Authentic AI. I have truly been enjoying this podcast. I've been enjoying building Authentic AI as a brand. I've been enjoying kind of being on the verge of something cool and new and awesome and helpful and a little bit scary, but we can figure it out and together we will, right? And so thank you for being a part of this community, a regularly scheduled episode where I'm interviewing my awesome friend, Sharon, and it's a great conversation. So I hope you come back and tune in again. Have a great rest of your week and I will catch you next time I got you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Authentic AI for Entrepreneurs, my friend. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your shows. 